Welcome to episode 417 of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. My name's Armitage and this is going to be the first all-live show of 2015. Last Saturday, that was the 10th of January, future and non-Warlock radio listeners was a three-way win-win-win situation. The Sick Livers were booked to play the Pipeline, supporting Honing Barna, a band who I've just learnt to pronounce correctly, I hope. So, seeing the Sick Livers was win number one. The opening band, Cretan 77, I only knew by the Facebook posts about them from uber-punk gig-goer and fellow Batgirl baby's fan Andy and his lovely Mrs Lynn. Uh, speaking to them at Nicky Borg's Underworld gig last year, Cretin77 came highly recommended. Uh, I did mention that any band using the word Cretin was surely a Ramones tribute act, which they dispelled immediately. Cretin77 normally can be found in the wilds of Corby, Northamptonshire, forming in the middle of 2011, and have so far only have one album under their belt, which, thanks to Lynn, I was able to purloin from the band's merch table. Uh, and he did tip me off that Folkless Socks had the element of Joe Baffra about him in his vocal delivery, which is a pretty fair description without him being labelled a copyist. With all Pipeline support acts, it seems half an hour is your allotted time slot. And as Cretin Sitting Terminal runs to just over that, we were treated to a full-on assault. What really struck me was that Cretin 77 were not really opening spot material. Uh, they were far too good, but uh, as they are still somewhat of an unknown quantity down in the southeast, I guess it was the right decision. However, on last Saturday's performance, opening slots, if there is any justice in rock and roll anywhere in the UK, should soon be a thing of the past. Musically, the only analogy that uh, comes to mind, and I hate them because really, uh, when it comes down to it, uh, a band can only be one of two things, good or bad, and Cretin 77 certainly reside in the former. But as you're asking, uh, it would be uh, substitute Collins vocals from GBH with the aforementioned Jello Baffra and uh, you'd be close. Standout song for me was Sleep In Your Car, which for some strange reason uh, I think should be covered by a band that consists of members from UK subs, the Dead Kennedys, with involvement from Henry Rollins. Win number two. Thanks, Andy. Thank <laughs> you. 
threw down the gauntlet and then the sick livers picked it up, sniffed it then had it mounted as a trophy this was only the second time that I'd witnessed the sick livers also at the pipeline but this time around they seem to have gained an extra guitarist or maybe last time they were minus one anyway, as soon as Welsh warbler Ginge hit the stage he is cajoling people into the Bermuda Crescent and when it is full he dives right in singing, dancing and falling to his knees in a manner not seen since James Brown graced the Apollo. Ginch may be the face of the six livers, but Guy, DJ, Matty and VJ aren't the arse, although that might be debatable. Uh, they are the body and soul. The pipeline is packed with Turbo Yugans, more patches than Batsy Dog's home a week after Christmas, with Ginch selecting a member of one of the New Zealand chapters up on stage for some serious tambourine wrist action. As with the band's previous appearance, Jim and Tonic is let loose on Denning Demon before a cover of Mud's Tiger Feet brings things to a sweaty climax. As previously mentioned, win number one.
fucking quiet for Friday. Is it Friday?
So on to Honing Barna, which in the band's native tongue translates into Honey Children. Naturally, before the gig, I thought I'd research the band only to find their Facebook page more or less totally in Norwegian. Their official website wasn't of much help either, as to enter it and download a new track from the Singapore released album, uh, you had an arcade game to play and win. Probably dead easy, but I never progressed past Doom circa 1993, and that was with the help of the cheap god mode. Uh, and with my PC entering its second due and having no sound, even YouTube wasn't an option for a laptop. However, I did know a cello was involved. Due to flight delays, the band arrived at the pipeline more or less at the time Cretan 77 were due on stage. So their sound check was done during the, um, during the changeover between them and the sick livers. And I have to say, their attire was pretty much nondescript. But when they hit the stage for real, one had been transported into uh, military, another one had become a car mechanic, whilst vocalist and owner of the aforementioned cello, Edward Wahlberg looked like Peter Parker, who instead of being bitten by a radioactive spider, had been bitten by a radioactive David Bryan, and, and then had a load of itching powder shoved down his trousers. Uh, I have no idea what the band was singing about, uh, but they seemed very frantic, and uh, obviously it was very urgent, with one of their roadies getting up on stage for backing vocals during various songs before crowd surfing back to his position. Those familiar with the pipeline know that if you stand on the tips of your toes and raise your hands, your fingers will touch the ceiling. At one point, Edward appeared in front of me asking why I wasn't clapping along. I raised my trusted device level with his face. He laughed and vanished back into the melee before emerging back on stage. A supremely enjoyable evening with Honing Barbera. Pronounce that wrong, I give up, who cares, making it win number three. Gentlemen... We must do this again. Until next week, take it easy.
the under. There is nothing next to it. I had to go off cock level fire this guy here, what I'm shooting at in less than two one hundredths of one second. Wow. It's, it's, a, it's a number we're not familiar with. Anybody, anywhere. It's just a very unique number. There's nothing like it. And there really isn't anything to compare it with. Ladies and gentlemen, the fastest gun in the world right here.
play cover tune. Thank you, yeah.